And what I wanted to share now is a way that we can have a practice in our living life, which will assist us at the point of death. Hello, this is Sarita, and I'm here to help you understand the truth about who you are. So today, what I really wanted to share with you was the importance of meditating with the void whilst you are alive, so that it can assist you in your transition through death. And the reason I wanted to share this topic with you is because I've done a few videos on what I perceive to be as the the karmic reincarnation trap that is playing out upon this planet. And if you want to go and have a look at one of those videos, I'll put a thingy up here. What is it called? A card. So you can go and have a look at um, what I perceive is happening to so many people when they die on this planet. And I feel I'll very briefly summarize, but basically I feel that we are in uh, a looping trap, which is rooted in trauma that is controlled by arconic forces that are choosing to siphon our consciousness through this reincarnation trap. And it's not that I don't think that the reincarnation loop has value. I do. And I think that many of us go round and round in reincarnation because we are learning who we are. And sometimes we need to repeat things, the patterns, many, many times in order to awaken to our truth. So I think it has a value, just like everything does in polarity upon this planet, you know, like evil and good and dark and light and up and down. We're learning um, through the contrast of it all in order to evolve and expand our consciousness. However, having said that, I believe there is massive opportunity now on this planet for many of us to transcend these ingrained patterns, to come into our sovereignty and to let go of, through conscious choice, the reincarnation loop. So I, that's why I've been sharing that information. And what I wanted to share now is a way that we can have a practice in our living life, which will assist us at the point of death. And I came to this because I've been reading this book. I'll share it with you. Oh, it's probably it's backwards because it's on the screen. But anyway, it's called Preparing to Die. And it's practical advice and spiritual wisdom from the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. Now, I just I haven't even finished this book. I'm only a third of the way through. But I picked up this book because I'm always interested in um, seeing what other traditions are doing. And I find it fascinating how 
so many ancient traditions all kind of amalgamate like Chinese whispers and come what comes down through the sands of time is very similar practices. And part of a shaman's job, um, you know, what a shamanic practitioner does, one part of their job is they, they're a psychopomp. And what a psychopomp does is it helps people to die so that they go off into the right place and they don't get lost or trapped in places that they don't need to be or they don't get stuck on the earthly plane and at the moment there are a lot of souls stuck on the earthly plane and probably this is because you know over the years especially in western cultures we've given up really helping people to transition well in their death they're often drugged they're often alone we don't talk about death and all of those kind of things. So it's not incorporated into our culture. And we don't have um, either shamans or other spiritual advisors at the bedside of people when they're dying. We don't have people to assist humans as they transition. So they often get lost and there's a lot of fear and problems Um in that act. Because for so many people, death is a very scary thing because we don't talk about it. Anyway, so as a shamanic practitioner, I'm interested in the process of death. And whilst I was reading this book, I was fascinated to discover that Tibetan Buddhist monks spend a lot of their time doing this one practice, which assists them at the point of death. And this practice is, bells ringing, da -da -da -dun -dun -dun, going into the void going into the void. And I do this a lot. I teach this a lot. And basically, the void is this kind of dark, infinite space of what appears to be nothingness, okay? But actually, it's full of infinite potential. And I often take people into the void as the space of oneness, really, where you can then choose the potential that you want to manifest into this reality. And what that book was saying is, you need to practice going into the void, because what happens to people when they die is, they first go into the void. And if they're not sufficiently practiced, at being in the void and allowing it to be what it is, they immediately go into a kind of fear state and desperately call for the light. And then they get sucked into the reincarnation loop. It's the tunnel of light. Okay. So, and then... And then that obviously gets them sucked into the reincarnation loop. But if they just stayed in the void, if they were practiced enough through a meditation practice, um, you know, while you were alive, if they were practiced enough at being in the void and could sit in the void for long enough, what would happen is all of the infinite potentials would open up to them of the possibilities that were available to them of what they might choose after death. So, of course, you've got the reincarnation loop if you were to so choose that. 
but there are other infinite potentials as well. Now, what those potentials are, I don't know. I've got an inkling of what I perceive some of them could be. Um, but if you are in a state of fear when you go into the void and you immediately call into the light, call the light, it will suck you down the tunnel of light. Now, the reason that most people immediately call the light and they get sucked down into the tunnel is because when you are in the void, you have instant manifestation because what happens to you as soon as you die is you manifest instantly. Part of what we're learning, I believe, on this planet is that our thoughts and our feelings manifest stuff. And the manifestation process is, of course, speeding up for many of us as we come into the expanded perception and self-awareness that we are um, creator consciousness, that we're the creator. The more that we realize that, the faster our manifestations are. Because on this planet, there has been a time lag between our thoughts and our feelings to the manifestation because we needed the time lags, time lags so that we could make all of the mistakes that we needed to make because we weren't really in control of our thoughts. And that's a whole kind of other conversational video on the ego and archonic forces and manipulation and all of the things that are happening upon this planet. But when you die, you go into instant manifestation. So if your first thing is to desperately call for the light through fear, you are going to be taken to the reincarnation loop because that loop is based on trauma, which is created through fear. And you will be called to the light of that trap. And that's not saying that there aren't other types of light that you would be called to. But if you are being called through fear, the chances are it would be the reincarnation loop. Perhaps if you are calling light through love as an act or curiosity, you may perceive a different kind of light. Okay, so I'm not saying that I know what happens after death, but if you're going to call light through fear, there's a very high chance you'll just be sucked into the reincarnation loop. So for all of those of you who've been doing my meditations and are happy to sit in the void or doing other people's meditations, of course, um, Joe Dispenza takes you into the void, and I'm sure there are many other people who take you into the void. Obviously, I now know that Tibetan Buddhist traditions take you into the void as well. If you're happy and you're practiced at sitting in the void, and frankly, it's one of my most favorite places to sit in these days, then when you die, you're going to be able to sit there and allow the potentials of what comes through that to be received by you. So I hope that that beat has been an interesting little snippet of information. And it always just really delights me when I see the correlation between ancient traditions and how we can work that into our current lives, moving forward into a more quantum perspective about where we're going and how exciting it's all going to be. And I actually believe now 
that the way that we die and the way that we're born may look very different once we have ascended into a fifth dimensional state of consciousness. I think it's all up for grabs. All of it could change and it's all going to be very, very exciting. So if you want to practice going into the void, there are lots of meditations on my channel that you can use. And also, I do use an energetic architecture called the meta womb, which is another way to experience going into the void. It's basically the womb of all creation. Again, it's a black space full of infinite potential and it's a pre-creational space. So, so many of my meditations have that as a precursor to the main meditation. I use it in a lot of my practices. So go and have a look at those and um, fill your boots, enjoy, practice being in the void and practice learning about death. Because I think that the more fear that we can remove from the death process, process for all of us, you know, talk about it with your children, with your elderly parents, talk about it with everybody. Death really is a very exciting transition. It's, 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 it's as exciting as birth. You know, we all get super excited when a baby's about to be born. Why don't we get super excited when someone's about to transition into infinite potential? We need to talk about this more. We need to practice removing fear from that transition. And as a species, it's going to assist all of us in our evolution. Please do like and share this video if you think it has been helpful for you. Please do come to my website, which is sarita-soul.com and have a look at my courses that I offer. And I also have in-person retreats here at Solhenge, which is my beautiful retreat center in the middle of Aquitaine, France. And thank you very much for listening. Lots of love.